Diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jabberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestle Mania. Alongside for the writers, JC, we have finally gotten through, I think, 14 hours of wrestling. It was a lot of wrestling. We are survivors. We are survivors. Survivors, survivors, survivors. We went through a series of surviving these events. Yes. Because there was a lot. We're going to talk about NXT TakeOver War Games because it was fucking super hot fire. We will hit on AEW, who has some big matches announced for tomorrow night. But, uh, you know... We're going to start with Survivor Series. Sure. Because that, I thought overall, I enjoyed the show. I thought it was good. Um, it kicked off, obviously, with the women's five on five on uh. five. Um, some people didn't were fine with this match. I thought it um, sucked for the most part. I did enjoy Sasha versus Rhea. It turned into like a singles match there at the end. I thought that was good. But besides that, the EO Candace stoppage was dumb and made no sense. There was way too fucking much of Sarah Logan in the ring. Mm. You have 15 women and Sarah Logan, I'm like, I just, it was awful. Um, obviously, EO and Candace come back out. Rhea ends up getting the win. Rhea Ripley was probably the story of the week where oh, yeah. she took Friday out Charlotte. She took out everyone. She, then she pinned Sasha in the middle of the ring of Survivor Series. That was that. Like I said, that one and one little back and forth. I enjoyed that. Besides that, this didn't do much for me. I enjoyed the green mist on, on, on Charlotte. I thought that was hilarious. Yes. I mean, obviously, we, we created a storyline. It was something that was interesting. The one thing that I really throughout the night, I don't, and I, I know people are going to go, well, they have to write people out of, you know, this person needs to look strong. We can't make them look weak. We have to have them eliminated. Oh, we'll get to that in the men's. But, they broke some rules. But I just, there's so many things when I was watching this match, like it's an elimination, but not an elimination. And they came back. And the other thing that really bothered me was that EO and Candice had this longstanding feud. They were on opposite sides of the war games. They beat the piss out of each other the night before. And then we get to a point where they're they're together helping Rhea win at the end. Yeah. To me, it just felt odd because – and I know TJ's going to sit there. Danny's going to sit there. Even Ray, most likely, will be doing the same thing. It's brand supremacy. You put your bullshit to the side. Like I, I will say this, though. Stupid. With, with, NX, Stupid. with NXT, I don't mind it because they're the brand that was the underdog and had to come Bleh. together. So Bleh. the way I took it is EO and Candice, they earned each other's respect. Bullshit. But back on Wednesday, they'll be against each other again. But for that, but what bothered me about this is they they were eliminated from the match as in they had they were no longer able to compete. They should not have been allowed to come back. Back out. Oscar left, so Oscar never got eliminated. So I guess Team Raw is still in it. It's true. So that, that's where that's where that bothers me. But it just it, if you're gonna have them go away, just have them go away. There was no reason for them to come back out. Rhea could have done it by herself; would have been fine. Yeah, let's move on. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's upsetting. Uh, Roderick Strong and probably the upset of the pay per view steals the victory. I thought this was well done. Obviously, this is how you do it. You have them come in. You have them steal the win. I had a lot of fun. Honestly, I had a lot of fun it was good. watching this match. I mean, clearly this is the match that I wanted to see. Out of everything on the night, I think this was the one that I was most excited about. I don't think it, it over-delivered. I think it, it delivered. And I, and I was really excited to see Roddy win because I did not expect. I assumed AJ Styles or Nakamura. No, you picked Nakamura. I did. But I was hoping for the knock because I thought yeah. the knock deserved it, honestly, because 
he needed something, especially after Friday. We'll talk about that, I'm sure, at some point. But it was just so weird. It was so fucking weird that I think in my mind, the match was so much better in my mind than what I saw. Yeah. It wasn't even fair to compare it. You know what I mean? That's how I no, – I think you said it perfectly, like, in our thread. You're like, even if this match sucked, everyone on Twitter would talk about how awesome it was because right. it's three guys they love. Yep. We see that all the time in wrestling. Like, I see things that are the exact same of something that people hate. Like, Corbin will do something, and then, like, one of their favorites will do the same thing, like, a day later, and they'll hate the one Corbin did it, loving that. It's, it's just part of it. Like you said, I thought this delivered. I didn't think it was over. I didn't think it was under. It was fine. Yeah, it, it served its purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that's exciting. I was excited that Roddy got it did the he most got his for moment. him. He it got did his the moment. most for him. You know, because I I thought that the tag team titles like we didn't even talk about the pre-show really. I didn't I mean, watch it to the, be honest. The tag there was a tag team battle royal that was yeah. garbage, hot fucking garbage. Don't even bother watching. Uh, the glorious, the glorious winners. That tells you everything you need to know about that. And then of course you know like I'm assuming here's the thing that kind of drove me nuts, and I'm sorry we're kind of going out of order. But you have the Viking Raiders against the Undisputed Era versus the New Day. Kofi Kingston went from being the world champion to being relegated to the pre-show. Well, so again, so it's we go over this all the time. I know, I know. The relegation of the pre-show. The whole point of the pre-show to get more people to, to watch. Get, so you have to put it. We see it whenever they put agent. They always are going to put a big name or a match that people want to see on the pre-show. That's just how it is, and they. The, I don't think that's this, not here. honestly. I don't think this was a bad choice because I think it would have got even more lost in the main sure, card. Sure, that's fine. But I will say this much: I I don't agree with your argument wholeheartedly because here's what I think, and this is this is me. This isn't. The, I'm not I'm not talking for the populace. I'm talking for Nestle. This for me. When you tell me something is on the pre-show, you're telling me I can miss it. Yeah, that's a you problem. That's a me problem. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm telling you right now, it's it, well, it is a me problem. But I think it is. To a certain extent, a certain population that watches wrestling that'll go, it's on the pre-show, who cares? That's really what it becomes yeah, to me. Yeah, but that's not what it's geared towards. It's geared toward those people that are trying to get to buy the network or to, like, that's that's the whole point. Because they're like, we're giving this away for free. We want you to see it and love it and then buy our network. Sure, but I, I don't I don't care. Yeah, because you already have the network. Right, and I th- think that's the problem is that you, and I know it's not just for me. I get that. Yeah. But there is a problem. It's not all about you, Adam. Who the fuck is Adam? God. I thought we were over this already. But no, it's just there's little things here and there. Like Leo Leo Rush versus uh, Tazawa, and I don't even remember the other person. Uh, Kalisto. Kalisto. There that you go. That was fine. So, they took one from each other. They did the same thing last year in Raw versus SmackDown. Who cares? Kalisto, you know, second year in a row, gets a cruiserweight shot out of nowhere and whatever. That was fine. That was whatever. But that's what the pre-show is. It's a who cares who. That's I, what it is. I don't think it's a who cares who. It's a hey, let's throw some – let's give people who won't get enough time on the main card time to actually wrestle. So as a true wrestling fan, you should like it. But you're just so goddamn cynical you can't get past cynical. it. Yeah, I you want, are. I, I want it to start when I want it to start, yeah, and I want to do things. Because you're a fucking baby. No, I'm not a fucking here's the, baby. No, here's the thing. It's like you want the pay-per-views to be shorter. So they move things to this pre-show so the actual length of the pay-per-view ends earlier instead of jamming it on the main card. All right. This is how you do it. It's smart. You can't have it both ways. You want it both ways. No, you I don't have want your it cake, both ways. You want to eat the whole fucking thing, and you don't want to get sick after. Listen, well, you know what? If you're going to eat it all, you're going to get sick after. Deal with it. I'm not going to get sick, and I don't dare call you a baby. You call me a fickle. You call me a baby. Fickle. You know what? Fickle. That's enough. That's oh, you enough. just told Daniel Bryan to shut up. Wow. Okay, moving on. From calling me a baby to going to something else. The, the next NXT match. Championship I had a match. perfect segue, and you ruined it. Well, try it. Let's you see. Dro- no, I said from calling me a baby to not talk about Adam Cole, baby. That's what you do in a segue. It was fine. It was a decent one, but you are stepping all over my toes today. Hopefully that's today. For not- uh, the whole point of this podcast is to step all over each other's toes until we have no toes left. Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne. It's not good. I love this match. 
this, I love this podcast it. is not going to go well today. Uh, good. It, we're survivors, Train man. We're survivors. There's only two men left, and we're going to eat each other alive. Thanks, uh, God, you said alive. This match had some ridiculous spots, especially considering what these two motherfuckers did the day before, especially Adam Cole. This week was, uh, I talked about Rhea Ripley coming out party. November was. The this Adam is Cole the month. Adam Cole month. Yeah. And I put this on Twitter. I've kind of a little bit sort of felt this way for a little bit of time, but this week solidified it. Adam Cole is the best wrestler in the world right now, bar none. No discussion. Thoughts? Who better? I will say that Adam Cole, pound for pound, is, in, in the ropes, the best wrestler alive right now. However, I will say this caveat. It's a hell of a lot easier when you're booked the way that he's booked. Oh, of course. But so, th- that's how any top guy is. No, I know. But I'm just saying he's protected by Triple H. He's protected yeah. by HBK. He also he's protected by Vince. This because no, I'm not, he was I'm not... doing this kind of stuff before he was put in these spots. It took him a while to get to this NXT title. Like, he went through pretty much all of it. He's held all the lower titles in NXT. He's worked his way to this moment, sure. to the pinnacle. He's waited a long time. He's obviously a guy like us. He's not very big. And I know you're a big size shamer. I'm not a size shamer. Adam you Cole are. is the best. No, I'm not. I stick up for the little guys. You're always like, he's a crazy way. I don't believe it. He I stick up for the little guys. No, you. Don't. I am team shimmy shimmy. Yeah, oh, the God little guys. We are all about yeah, the little guys. He didn't have a match. That's not true. He sucks. We'll get the. Oh my God, you are just off your rocker today with ridiculous dumb stuff. But this spot had some ridiculously dumb awesome moves. Bitter I end. Loved it. Bitter end of the Panama Sunrise was, oh was re- a lot of fun. I think that the, you know, it's funny. A lot of people hate Pete Dunne. I love Pete Dunne. No, I, I think most people like Pete Dunne. It's just some people are size shamers like you and Cap. I didn't do Cap's look, a size shamer too. That, look. He doesn't believe in Pete Dunne. Look, he doesn't believe in Pete Dunne. That's fine. That's his prerogative. I don't care. But I, I will say I enjoy Pete Dunne. I would love to see Pete Dunne versus, you know, Daniel Bryan. I know you're going to make me fun of me for that. I don't really care. Oh, boy. But there's a lot of things that Pete Dunne can do that are really well. And this matchup, like, look, the night before in NXT, you were looking at that match going, if it's not Pete Dunne, yeah, it had, what the fuck? You were thinking this. It's when either they added this, yeah. yeah. And when they added the stipulation, it's like it has to be Pete Dunne because that's good. That's the NXT showcase match yeah. they put on the main card. Yeah. So I was excited. There was a lot of there's a lot of hoopla in this match. But, it, it, again, it was, it was very much warranted. Yeah. Very much warranted. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. So. Kudos to both men. Kudos from Nestle. Moving right. on. To, to your probably favorite moment to of the night. To my Boner Jams 19. This is what it is. I right? enjoyed The Fiend and Daniel Bryan. I thought it was solid for what it was. The crowd was red hot for Bryan, which I like to see. This was the first time the crowd was really like, not really going against The Fiend, but red hot for something The Fiend was facing. And that's what I'm looking for in this evolution of it, is the crowd was red hot for Daniel Bryan. and the yes. They want the yes movement back. And he was teasing it. He used it at the end, which he I did. thought was a nice little psychology, uh, you know, psychological advantage. I did uh, get a special shout out for our boy Ray Ray, who works like nobody's business. He was, uh, I think, there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, even maybe Monday. I don't know. I'd have to check with the Ray Ray. Ray Ray of the JK pulling cable anywhere he was doing camera positions for WWE the whole fucking weekend. That is a lot of work. So special shout out to our boy Ray Ray of the JK. Follow that motherfucker on Twitter because he's doing yeoman's work. He told us how cool the Fiend stuff is live. He did. And he he did say experience the Fiend live because it is different. It's probably, it's not the same as the Undertaker, but I'm assuming it's the same SummerSlam 2020, baby! Why don't you rub it in? Anyway, let's move on. All right, so look, this matchup I thought was great. I enjoyed the fact that the man, it it was interesting, but I'm, I'm, it's a weird thing, too, where the mandible claw was put in and it was a pin. Like, I don't know exactly I how I feel about I it. I didn't mind that because it was – whenever I see the mandible claw, I'm like, if he uses it in the match, the guy's shoulders are going to be down. That's That'll be technically a pin before the referee checks to see if he's knocked out. 
Like he's flattened his back. That's a pin. Sure. So I like that. That I like when matches end differently every now and then because I think a lot of the times it's just become so reliant on like finisher after finisher. It's like when a lot of the times like. Why can't their signature end a match? Like, why can't Sami Zayn's Blue Thunderbomb end a match? You know what I mean? Like, that's how you sell a move. And this, like, obviously we know the Sister Abigail still mostly his finisher, but he's using the Mandible Claw too. I like that it finished someone off. Let me ask you this. I, I know you, I kind of know the answer, but I just want to use it as a discussional piece. Okay. Bray Wyatt yep. sold, in my opinion, sold more in this match yep. than he has in past, which is great. However, the man has kicked out of everybody's finish yep. multiple times in yep. every match. Do you think that people, either the fans, I assume the, the workers, the wrestlers won't care as much because they're getting paid, doesn't matter. But is there a portion of the audience, or is there a portion of a, a general thought where they say, Bray Wyatt is killing everybody he works no, with? No, because people love The Undertaker and they're booking him like The Undertaker. Like, okay, no, I'm just, just, I'm just asking. That's, no, that's all. The, the thing about The Fiend is he is that supernatural type character. It's more than just like regular Joe Schmo kicking out of everything. Do I love it? No, because I'm, I'm like a person who wants moves to be sold. But in his case, like he's supposed to be like a demon from hell. Like he's not human. He's not. So I think a little bit extra of the kicking out, like you either got to be a monster like Braun, a beast like Brock, or a fiend like Bray Wyatt. I don't want to see like regular old little boys kicking out. Well, Cena was well. He was super Cena. There's a difference, yeah, yeah. I guess. Well, he's like a he's super Cena. That's a new finish. I'd yeah. like to kick out of. Uh, no, it, it is what it is. But like, <laughs> not I, the I, end of days. That, that that it does bother me when I watch it because I'm just like, how many? You know what I would prefer? I'd prefer him to kick out of all of the moves that he does versus like, oh, I've got to use a you know the same move three times. Yeah. That to me is egregious. Like when you freaked out over the stomp, saying Dude, it's an that, erroneous, it doesn't make any it sense was. anymore. That one was over the top. At least a lot with all of Daniel Bryan's pins, they got to two counts. Sure. Whereas everyone assessed was like barely a one count. Right. So I think this was their way of being like, we went overboard with Seth and they did that on purpose. I think they're slowly going to bring the Fiend back to us. And I think especially because it's heading, we're heading towards Braun Mania. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a WrestleMania. Stro-mania. I think it's going to happen before. It's going to be Fiend Roar. I just came up with a million dollar idea. Stromania. It works. Stromania got my wild idea. Stromania, brother. Imagine it just really like <laughs> Stromania. That's what it is. You could even call him from Stromania, Braun Strowman. I like it. It'll work. And I, think, I live in Stromania. That's what I would say. I like it. And I think we can transition to his part. You know, the men's five on five on five was my favorite match at Survivor Series. Really? I thought it was loads of fun. But the one thing that was not good is a motherfucker being counted out in a triple threat match. Like, that's not a thing. It isn't. It is not a thing in triple threat matches to be counted out. But they're like, how do we protect Braun? Exactly. And they're like, count out. But it's just like... What? I think the most egregious part was that at the end, where it was Keith Lee, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns, and they're outside for, I think, at least three cups of coffee doing that table, not table spot thing. The- and then John Cone, and I think TJ or, or DQ or Ray, somebody said something where they were like, he's not even counting. Yeah. The only time they counted was when it was, it was, it was Strowman, McIntyre, and I think Keith Lee on yeah. the outside, and yeah. the other two got in. Um, but Stupid. other other takeaways is Walter jobbed out to freaking McIntyre, which honestly this was just a flex of being like Drew McIntyre's a beast, but at the same time it was like damn the crowd wanted more Walter. Oh, I love so as I a loved heel it. it got a heat. I have to. What's up, jobbers? <laughs> jobber alert. Walter is a jobber. In that particular match, he got jobbed. That the dude fuck never gets out. pinned, and they pinned him oh. like. That's Vince why looked I, at him and went, "Who is this well, guy?" No. See, I think this is what it is. Because you know how we have, like, multiple takeovers coming up sure. because of that house show? 
I think one of the takeovers might have like Walter versus McIntyre, and I'm all for that. And this was a way to at least set it up. If McIntyre goes to NXT UK, that I don't a think he'll go fit, there permanently. But I think it's like a Cesaro thing. He goes there to like one event because I'm assuming whatever their next takeover is, I don't remember. Is this where when it is. Worlds collide in Houston? Yes. Yes. But then I believe they have like another takeover in like February. I think that's the spot where maybe you do it. Or if McIntyre doesn't have a big match Mania weekend, maybe that's just on the card somewhere. Right. Um. So I, th- I that's why for me I was like okay. Do I love that it was that quick? No, but I think it might have set up a future angle, and McIntyre drove it home again on Monday. Uh, my other big takeaway from this is the reason. You know the reason I uh, like Yeah, it. I know where you're going Baron freaking Corbin is such a stud. He lets everyone do the work. He sneaks in, gets the pin, and tags out. That's what I want to see from him. It was perfect the way they did it. Eventually, it built up to him and Reigns getting in the little fight, and Reigns just says, fuck it. I don't need you, and gets him eliminated, which I thought was hilarious because, again, furthering a feud. This is how you do Survivor Series. Like, Reigns and Corbin on the same team, they fucking hate each other, so this made perfect sense. It was like Oscar Charlotte. Um, you know, Randy Orton had his own little way, but it's just... It's I can't believe... I'm sorry. I, I cannot believe the bro pinned him. Like, that to me was awesome. That was I, a big moment. I love that. I, I, I as, as much as we joke about Matt Riddle hasn't shown us anything, at least in the last Dude, couple I of days... I love Matt Riddle. I don't, I, anyone who says that I think is off their fucking rocker. That guy, every match he has, I'm thoroughly entertained. I do chuckle when he does the, the, the Goldberg gimmick thing, because it, it's like... What's great? I love it. teasing it. But I, I'm sitting there going, there's no way. I, I would love to see it, because you know that the promos and everything would lead up to it. would be a, just a story itself. Yeah. Yeah. would get you there but there's something about it where he was doing it and i thought these are so cute like if he does it he's getting beat by two minutes that's you know? fine though I, I don't care really yeah i don't give a shit okay. it's fucking goldberg man like that's how, that's what you do you the, this has to happen at some point i don't know if it's at a crown jewel or if it's maybe they do bust it out at a mania just as a way to do it like to get riddle call but it's just it's he'll be in the ring with goldberg it'll be the thing you can do the pomp and circumstance and then it's fucking spear jackhammer night 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 no problem with that i also loved his little back and forth with shorty G, that was awesome. Just two like act like technicians just going at it. There was a lot of fun stuff I thought in this match, and it obviously came to a head at the very very end where Keith Seth Rollins, Lee, what, what? Seth Rollins Keith lost. Lee, what, what? Bask in his glory. Yeah, Keith Lee. This was, this was, a stud was the moment. coming out party. Yeah, this was a stud moment. Yep. And I, I you know, look, I was not surprised Roman Reigns won. I was kind of hoping that the NXT would win because I think it would be. They did a good job, and they, I miscalculated, so I thought that like the overall arch would be that NXT would win, which they did. Yep. But I would have thought that the men's, they would have been like, no, like our men are just as good. I like, but, but I think they the did, way they did, They did a good enough job where they didn't have to this win. This is the rarity in WWE where the person who lost comes out just as big of a star. Yep. It's like him going toe-to-toe with Reigns and those teases, he took out Seth Rollins, which is a big deal. As much as I like to fucking shit on little Laffy Boy here, but maybe, you know, I might have some good takes on him later. But uh, it's just like the Keith Lee moment, like him getting on the top rope, like this this was just all so good. But it was just like it's Roman Reigns, man. He is the number one guy in the company. I had no issue with it. This is how you booked it, man. This is how you book it. This is how you do it. From booking to brocking, we are owing going. Oh. This is oh. the match that we probably are going to discuss. A oh little my bit. god, I so, loved this match. So, so the Rey Mysterio comes out with the you know and slides out, gets his lead pipe, looks like the Joker, or whatever, <laughs> and that's fine. I'm always whatever. There was a great, by the way, there's a great thing on Twitter where someone's like, "Why is Rey Mysterio dressed as Seth Rollins?" And I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ, here people go." But God, like, there's so much more fun that you can have. And that's it. I think that's why Brock does this thing where he likes the little guys because he can do little things that like he normally can't yes. do. He can throw anybody around like a pizza. But I mean, this to me was one of those moments where I, I was actually interested from beginning, middle, and end. And the one thing I said a couple weeks ago, and I truly believe this match highlighted, was 
Rey Mysterio, for the, for the longest while, has been just kind of Rey Mysterio. This is the only time where I was like, Rey Mysterio is going to give that magic. Rey Mysterio is mm-hmm. going to have that something where you believe in him. You know, mm-hmm. and it transferred over on Monday as well. We'll get to it, I'm sure. Yes. But there was something about it. I could not take my eyes off of just how ridiculous this match was. I loved it. And the crowd, like, as much as I, you know I hate Dominic. Dude. But the minute he came Dude. in the match... I was going, oh, fucking fuck him up, Rock. And then when he hit him with the low blow, I was like, oh, no. Oh, God. But to his credit, and I went back and watched it, so I'm wrong, TJ. He did connect on the double 619. Double froggy, too. The frog splash left me a little bit to be desired. But the whole moment was like, holy shit, Like this was fun. That was awesome. That was good. It It was a moment in which I went, this is exactly you, two people beating Brock makes perfect sense, yes. you know, and like or like and the fact that you were like making I think somebody goes, oh, my God, they're going to be co-champions. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, but it makes you believe and it takes you into that deeper one of being a wrestling fan of like you put that shit aside and it's fake to holy shit. This is like a really cool thing and it gets you immersed. So they did a really good job. So they did a really good job with this matchup. I don't want to say that Dominic was the reason, but Dominic was Dominic the was a major part of it yes. because this – what do we talk about coming into this? This is the best storyline they have right now. Yeah. It's taking two guys where – I always love Brock, but he gets boring when it's not something good. And Mysterio, I haven't been interested, like you said, in like a decade. Yeah. But they found a way to make this the most interesting thing on the card. And I, I said I was half joking, half serious. Like, this is the only thing that matters. Yeah. And it's just like the Dominic coming out with the towel, like making fun of the MJF coach thin like they definitely were going for that but it just uh, this was match was so rich in storytelling from beginning to end dominic did his job perfectly but it ended how it should brock fucking lesnar is unbeatable <laughs> and fucking deal with it has no nuts but yep. he is unbeatable i mean that man has taken more nut shots than anybody else i bet in the last year but man the pay-per-view should have ended right there it was good and then of course we had what i what to me was uh, i was excited and all of a sudden the bell rang <laughs> And that was the end of it for me. Oof. This one was a hot pile of steamy garbage. Oof. I did not like it at all. I was hoping that Ronda was going to be at the end to at least save it. But the fact that Chayna won, but the man I had to stand. I think Ronda's pregnant, so uh, I don't think she's going to be getting the ring. Probably not. But there's like there's something about it where you look at it and you go, huh? You know, that was just Shayna won, but we still needed Becky to look. You know, I, it was exactly what you expected, which is what I did not want. It was yeah. exactly everything you expected. And it didn't do anybody any favors. Well, these favors. three had zero chemistry. It was oh, like, yeah, it, it was, was just like, whoa. Like, I, I thought with three people this talented, it would come off a little better. But I don't know if they're trying too hard, if they're pushing. But it just, like, it did not translate. I, I legit was just like, I don't want to watch this. Like, it yeah. was bad. Like, this was bad. And then, of course, just forcing the Becky Stan tall thing. And then shouldn't even show up on Monday, which nope. I think is interesting because of that opening segment. Uh, everyone got called out, even though she lost too. But... You know, that's an excellent point. That never crossed my mind. That never crossed my mind. They're freaking together, so Seth isn't going to call the man out. You know, that's a good point. I did not expect that. She wasn't on the show at all. Yeah, no, no, I know know that, but I just, I did not correlate the fact that Becky, and that was interesting. That's a good insight there. Shall we transition? Sure. You'll always be in my shine. I don't know if this is going to shock you, but I love that segment. Because what have I been saying about Seth? This bullshit little whiny bitch boy shit he's doing on the internet, put that on TV. Mm-hmm. They did in this segment. They did in later segments. They did throughout the entire night. They took whiny bitch boy Seth, like on the internet, who was just obnoxious, and put him on TV. I liked it. Sethy boy? <laughs> I'm putting you in the shine for probably the first time in two years. 
I, lo I love this segment. I loved him just calling everyone out. And Randy Orton, of course, being the first one and just walking away. It's perfect because Randy Orton literally, without saying anything, just said, yeah, you don't matter to me. You're irrelevant. You're not even worth me getting upset and fighting you. Charlotte followed suit. Then he attacked AOP, which was hilarious. It's like it's like they weren't even on the card. And he's just going out there. I'm like, you're going to regret that. But, you know, we'll talk about that. I was going to say that a little bit later. later. But just going around the ring and eventually everyone walks out in them. And then, of course... The most over man in Chicago, man, Kevin freaking Owens, dude. Mr. Uh, NXT. Ah, uh, Mr. Everything. Mr. Phenomenal. Mr. He is the best. His, And I do want to say at this point, like his backstage promo that he cut on set. He didn't yell. That was a superb promo. Like if you're trying to, if I'm getting a new wrestler coming in, be like, hey, you want to watch a promo? That one's at the top of the list. I appreciate it because Kevin Owens usually loses his shit. When he starts screaming and yelling. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that people can do, but a lot of people that don't know how to do different promos will just, they'll, they'll feel comfortable. The template is, I'm going to be yelling and screaming yes. and telling you, I'm going to beat you up because you suck and uh, Sunday night, you're mine. You know, that's exactly what it is. However, there's so much more you can do. There's so many layers to a promo. He didn't yell. Not to the extent that Kevin Owens usually yells. No. And he he said it eloquently. He said it very specifically. Talked directly into the camera. Yeah, he looked right we into your soul. Talk about that all the time. Into your soul. Didn't have Charlie. He just asked for the microphone and please leave and did that. I was in. And I you know what? The match at the end of the night, I'm like, okay, clearly there's going to be some type of smudge or something. Wasn't I wasn't expecting AOP, though. No, no. And it was interesting because they come out. They're staring at both of them. Of course, KO initi initiates it. They beat the piss out of KO. And then they, there's two things here, and I'm curious your take, because it could be that they're aligned with Seth Rollins. That's the obvious one. Like, they didn't attack him. But at the same time, it's also like, do they just think he's not worth it, much like Randy Orton? Like, this, these are the questions I have. Oh, boy. There it is. You're like a fish out of water when I you do that I love busting move. out the detective when you're not All right, so here, it. I know. There's the things that have crossed my mind. So first off, I thought, what the fuck is the AOP doing there? A lot of people were boned up thinking, oh, my God, it, you know, it's going to be the Shield Pool 2.0. You know, like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, God, that'd be hilarious. You know, it's like, oh, boy, and please, God, no. They don't know? have the chest protectors No, anymore. they took them off. Yeah. The, the first off, here's the thing, too. So they come out wrestling, and you know, I'm not going to hit the jobber button because we'll do it later. They come out and have that match with no vest on, and then they come back out with a dress. It just pick one or the other for me, and I'll be done with it. But oh, I don't like sorry. This, they were getting ready to leave. They decided to come back out. Somebody had the greatest idea ever, and if I have time and it's not already out there on the internet, I'm going to Photoshop it. It showed, it's like what happened. What was it? The it was um oh it goes when J and J security hit the gas. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost it. I was like, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> like that is so great. But to, to to your point, I think that there is a lot of people wondering if AOP will be with Seth Rollins. I don't necessarily agree that that is going to be happening. Not right away. I yeah. think that it's going to be. It's going to be one of those will they, won't they kind of moments until something actually, you know, hits. However, I don't see I, – I just – I don't see it. I think I, I'm more in the second part of what you said where it, that he wasn't even worth their time. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of Seth Rollins is going to get himself into hairy situations and these guys are going to, you know, supposedly just show up because they actually – you know, they hate that person anyway. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it's going to be a long, drawn-out thing for me when I watch it and I go, I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea. I just would prefer one or the other. It's just Seth Rollins needs to be a chicken shit heel, mm -hmm. and we need to go in all all on it. You know, we're getting there. Yeah. You know, but AOP is going to be as heavy. But at the same time, I don't want you know matching stomping boots with camo, and then you know we're they you, won't do that. But I just I I I would prefer Seth Rollins came out in a business suit, which is very similar to the same suit he cut a promo on when he first turned on the Shield. 
And then, you know, they came out and it was weird. It was just like, pick something and, and let's go in a direction of it. I think they're just leaving it very much open-ended for us to kind of try to connect the dots. Which they I don't think know. is good for yeah. week one. I think whenever you're busting out new, because this is the great thing. Like, we're past Survivor Series. We're now like, what are the storylines on Raw? The only one you had, Brock Ray, is done. Yep. We got this one. We had a few others. But this one, it's like, this one's important. Because we now have something we're intrigued in. It's with two new guys, like, re-debuting. And then two of, like, your hottest act and your stalest act going one-on-one. -on -one. Like, it's this was a nice way to do it. Yeah. I mean, I am curious with it. I, I do think that AOP, uh, it'll never be my taste. But I'm not saying that, that there's not a place for them. It's just not They're me. studs. They're not, not my taste, but they have a place. That's exactly what I'll say. So... I don't really know what's going to happen. I hope Seth Rollins becomes that kind of like chicken shit heel because that's where his bread and butter is, really. Yes. I don't think him being the fucking, you know, I, I'm sure if you go back and listen to Jabberknocker, we'd be like, he should be a baby face because he's got a baby face moveset. You probably Boy, are we that. wrong. I've, yeah. ugh, but, I, ugh. you know, that's just what it is. So let's move on to something else because I don't necessarily love the idea of this whole thing. So. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into what I thought was uh, my favorite part of the night, which was the whole U.S. title situation. Come out. supposed to be AJ Styles versus Humberto Carrillo. Shimmy, shimmy. Yeah. And you know what? He's so damn good that your fucking oh, chicken Jesus shit OC Christ. people had to beat the fuck out of him. Oh, they did God. a good job selling that. Then AJ was like, you know. You, I saw you tweeting about it. I know you love it, and I love it too. Heal AJ as this it's little like, shit bag. Great. Cutting a good promo, and then out comes Superhero Ricochet to make the Pew. save. They gave him a mic, and I will say that was terrible. Probably, wasn't as bad as normal. Got the job done enough. But then the most intriguing part to me is continues to be like Randy Orton is just such a wild card all the time, and that's what I love about him. You just don't know what he's going to do. Like, he acts like a bad guy, then he acts like a good guy. Like, what is he? And he comes out here, and then, of course, you get McIntyre coming out, and eventually Mysterio, and it set up a, what I thought was a really fun, fatal four-way number one contender match. Oh, my God, someone earned it. And, like, they goaded AJ into doing it. Like, again, this whole sequence, I enjoyed it. And then you get Mysterio upsetting AJ thanks to Randy Orton helping him. So it was just we thought we had Orton Ricochet. Now it's like Orton AJ, too. I like this. There's a lot of moving parts in this whole mid-card title. Like, Brock's probably not going to be there for a little bit. So this needs to elevate up the card and be a really important thing. You have a lot of legit top stars all around this title, and I love it. I almost gave Rey Mysterio a comeback because of just the entire weekend of what he, he did. He had a great weekend. He did. He did have a great weekend. And again, part of it was his kids. So I'll give it as much as I shit on Dominic, and I think he's a drizzling shits, I'm sure. But it'll be fine. Uh, there's a lot that, that was a positive about this match. I... I'm glad that the Mac was in the match. It was a little weird. I appreciated He's like, AJ Styles versus McIntyre's never happened. You know, whatever. It's like, okay, all right, whatever. And it just, the I could have done without the longer promo portion of it at the very, very end. It felt like, okay, this is enough. But when Ray came out, I was like, okay, let's just, let's end this. And it was weird. It was like, you know, Ricochet's like, I got an idea. And I'm just like... <laughs> Listen, Paducah, Pataki, whatever the hell you're from, like just stop fucking talking, you know. Well, they don't have the GMs. No, this I know. Is the only way shit gets set no, up. No, but it would be, it would be, it was almost like in the best interest of everybody for him to not say anything, but yeah. he just kept talking. And I'm okay, whatever. And it, the match itself was great, and the Fatal Four Way I enjoy. Surprise, but it was, it was good because of the combatants and I'll four take, studs. Yeah, it was four studs, and nothing you could do about it. I appreciated even more. This is the part that I appreciated even more. And this is the stuff that I really enjoy. Was anybody that wants to be a wrestler, go watch, one, watch Randy Orton during that Fatal 4-Way. Amazing. Because when he so got into good. a chop battle with the Mac, 
He hit one chop, one chop. He milked it for 30 seconds. He was like, and you could see his face cringe up and he like, oh, he shook his head and like he, he took the blow and that one chop milked 30 seconds. He didn't have to go like Japanese style and go boom, 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 boom in the middle of the corner. In the middle of the ring, he took one shot and he made, and then he took another shot and another, but it was probably a minute at that point. And that right there is education for people. Psychology, baby. He's the best it at was it. It's so Always fucking good. And the other thing, too, very much, if you want to go back to the, the match after it with Ray and AJ, AJ's commentary throughout the entire match while he's talking. And he's like insinuating he's just he's having a good time and he's he's beating up Ray. That stuff to me was so different where I was going, okay, I can get into that. I can enjoy that. The guy's talking trash to a guy that all it takes is that one moment. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it was. It was perfectly done. And I applaud them for doing it because this was to me the most entertaining portion, non-weekend. Of Raw, this is the best part of Raw. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I hope Ray doesn't get stale very quickly. I got some ideas for him. My hope. Okay, I'm actually very excited for it. Okay, keep going. Um, Oscar once again busting out the green mist to defeat Charlotte. The reason why I like this is it's just strong booking for the women's tag team champions right now. They are the like they're the only and they're the top storyline on Raw, which I think is important. They're putting a lot of stock into their tag team champions and those titles, which I think is good going forward. And hopefully we can get some challenges for them soon. Okay, great, wonderful. I'm looking at the rest of this. I'm going, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, I'm Jesus. very mixed oh, on Jesus. the other big thing, but I will say um, we can go to SmackDown quick. We're not going to talk about it a lot. But uh, the one thing um, I really that stood out for me on SmackDown non-Schmozzy series was The Miz kind of had his edge back when he was on uh, going back and forth with Daniel Bryan. And that's something I want them to keep going because our big complaint with The Miz has been like he's just like smiling and whatever. Cryogenically frozen. Yes. Absolutely. It's, not, I, it's probably just with Daniel Bryan, but I hope it's a good start. Like The Miz can be a babyface, but he needs to have his edge. He needs to have his wit. He needs to have that little bit of fucking badass and cockiness. I thought he did, and I just want that to continue. Well... I believe we've reached. Well, I will say this: I like the new IC title. Now, do what you will. It's a, it's a. All right, so you just blew up my load right there out of the gate. You just, you fucking stepped on. Today is going to be. I like no because I know you probably don't like it because you hate everything. So I don't I'm hate everything. Much like the uh, Mandy Rose, always in the shine. The new IC title. I liked it. What you don't like it? It looks like a class ring. Well, then why don't you fucking hit the button? Is there anything else you want to talk about? No. See, I set up a transition, and you complain about it. You complain about it. I like the new IC title. I think it was fine. Okay, wonderful. I think it would have looked a little better with the white, as that one this person put on the internet. Yes. I thought that would have been a little better, but I'm fine with this. It's here's here's my big difference about it. It looks like a class ring, so it's clearly IC title 2019. You must have had uh, really nice class rings. I didn't buy a class ring because my class ring did not look like that. Okay. Do you have a class ring? I do. Do you wear I, it? No. Then so why do you buy it? I don't wear rings. It's not. It's a commemorative thing. It, it's like, why they do you saw buy, you coming. I know. I know. You buy like Funko Pops and stuff. Why do you buy those? You're not. You're not carrying them around and playing with them. You put them on display. I do play with them. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's but move it's, on. But it's a display item. It is a display it's just item. Just like when you buy anything. Where is yours right now? Where is your class ring? It's probably in your mother's house in a closet well, somewhere. I don't have a lot of display place in my place. Boom! It's not no. even in your place. No, it is. It's in It's in my place in a box. like with In a closet my, my in Emmy the way back. My other shit. Your Emmy? 
Yeah. That you don't show? Oh, please. What a humble brag that was. I put my Emmy in my closet. I don't have a... You've been in my apartment. Where am I going to put it? You've got like 45 feet in your goddamn living room. I know. Well, here's the other thing. If I put it out, then I also got to like dust it and shit. Oh, my God. Fucking first world problems. Hey, someday when I own a house, someday when I own a house, I'll put all these things on display. Listen, if you had an Emmy that was that... Like, dude, you have an Emmy. So? Danny has an Emmy. We are very talented. Not me, but you guys are. And uh, come on. That's a humble brag, dude. Just put it out there. Be like, have you mentioned that I've gotten an Emmy to anybody? Come on. No, I was just using it as an argument of like oh that I don't God. display I can't shit. believe that you don't even put your class ring. Well, that's fine. Your Emmy is the more egregious thing, I think, personally. You know what I do have on display? A Boba Fett bobblehead because I fucking love him. And Boba Fett is probably better than your Emmy, which is fine. Yeah, Boba Fett's the best thing ever. But That's like my childhood right there, man. You could put your Emmy on your nightstand. You could do a lot of things. I could. Anyway, we've we've hit we, we've hit it. yeah. It, you are so lazy. You have, you have no idea. No, it's not lazy. It's just like then you I have are, to, like, you are you are the lazy river. That's what you are. You like to just relax and have everybody do everything. But if for I'm you. a river, I'm always flowing, baby. I got the. Yeah, flow. but you're never going anywhere. Anyway, Ooh, look, I hate actually, to, rivers do go places, bro. No, not they go to the open ocean. Cause I'm free as a bird. I just sail into the twilight. You are, you are just something else. Anyway, look. So the icy title is dog shit. It's <laughs> it every, is not. It's the everybody's favorite championship. Stop. Everybody's favorite champion. I, I will say what Danny said. Danny makes a very good point. DQ said, look, it was my favorite championship. If you said that you replaced it with something else, then I would not have a problem. Because you replaced it with my favorite championship, I'm a little bit aggravated with it. And I think that's probably how a lot of people feel. Yeah. There wasn't a reason. It looks like the 24-7 championship no, it and the Cruiserweight it championship not. had a fucking baby. There's no that's green like. or purple in it. No, it's the fucking faceplates, you moron. Oh, that's no. what I'm talking about. I like about. the faceplates. Dude, it doesn't. I think it looks good. You're, well, that's fine. You stay on your side of the table and I'll stay on mine. Yeah, I'm not coming to your side of the table. You have cooties. You are fucking circle, awful circle today. dot dot. Now I got my cootie shot. Circle circle square square. Now I got it everywhere. It's You're amazing kidding. the shit you remember from when you were a kid. Yeah. I probably still. You know it. what's funny? Out of everything in our friendship, and I knew you use that term loosely. You know everything that you've friendship. said to me. Yeah, I know. And who the fuck is Josh? But everything you've ever said to me, the only thing I ever remember from you is R I C Y C L E recycle. That is the, <laughs> only, that is the only thing that I remember that from you. That pops in my head like every time I recycle. Oh, like, I'll awful. just be like in my apartment humming like R E C Y C L E recycle. And my roommate will turn around and be like, what? I'll be like, oh, nothing. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, back to SmackDown. There's a lot of garbage on this show. It's a lot of net, it's a lot of schmozzing, a lot of whatever. Very quickly, Rhea Ripley did pin, which I thought that finish in that women's match, triple threat, Sasha and Charlotte. I almost combined their names. Rhea Ripley had an amazing win there. Yeah. It's not, I know we're in heat, but I'm just saying that was a good one. Uh, the rest of it was dog shit. You know, there's a lot of things going on here and there that I'm not really Schmoz happy with. Schmoz The whole thing felt like it was an afterthought. You know, it just felt like, eh, whatever. Like, the Miz versus Daniel Bryan in the match, meh. And then, the, you know, the, of course, the Fiend comes out. The main event had Tank and the whole schmoz at the end, which, of course, everybody loved the Tank, but I'm over I'm over it, and I just... I I think I got super fatigued by I, last like, week. That's what I said I just, last I got, week. I was done. I got fatigued by the whole Survivor Series portion of it, and, and now we're at a point where here's what I hate about Survivor Series. Everybody's like, oh, brand supremacy, brand supremacy. Then guess what happens on Monday? We go right back to what we were doing. Run. 
They did it differently this year. They had Seth Rollins start in the ring, saying he was disappointed. Let's worry reaction. about Friday and say no, on Wednesday and see what happens. I'm just, they used it as an angle. They used it as an angle. NXT is going to be celebrating themselves on Wednesday. But now it is time to move forward. Yes, exactly. But the people that were a team will now hate each other again is yeah, what I'm trying to the say. The people on the team already hated each other. That's part of Survivor Series. It doesn't make Literally, any sense. TJ and I have been arguing with this for weeks. Like You just don't apparently get the premise of Survivor Series. I get Series. the premise it of it. It has always been putting together teams that don't get along and seeing how they work together. Some implode. With zero stakes. By the way, go to Jabbernaka.com because I wrote an article about having more stakes, which obviously I thought I did a great job on. Thank you, Josh. Who the <laughs> fuck is Josh? For saying I did a great job on the Jabberknocker article. Yeah. Thank you. He did. I have the text. He said a great job. He just doesn't want people to know that he really likes me. That's uh, okay. That, that text is probably from someone named this Josh. I'm JC. I'm sorry. You know what I ended up doing? I am I the awe-inspiring. I ended up changing your name in my phone to somebody else who gives me positive reinforcement. <laughs> that, that would be a that's good idea. That's what I would do. Yeah, that would be a good because idea. Because you're a terrible person, and that's how we do this. You probably have two phones. And probably I just do. I, I have a burner account because I don't want to deal with you all the time. That's what it ends up happening. It's probably a good idea. Anyway, we are completely off track. A lot of SmackDown to me was a yeah, waste. Yeah, I don't care about so SmackDown. So it is what it is. I don't is. want to talk about it. Anyway, let's get back to Raw very quickly. I think there's a lot of shit that needs to be said. Uh, I'm not necessarily hating slash loving, but I did appreciate the fact that they did something different with Lana Lusev. Lusev. That might as well be what it is. Hey, Lana, you he know, got to beat up Bobby. Yeah, Bob. 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 And hey, uh, that shoulder block off the stage, oh, I Jesus popped for that. I thought that was great. The motherfucker's handcuffed, does a fucking John Cena in the Lashley and <laughs> sets him flying. <laughs> I thought that was great. That was fun. Eh. Meh. Meh. But yeah, this, this storyline, just like, get him in the ring at TLC with a bunch of weapons and let's move on. <sighs> I, we're not over. The, the restraining order thing was whatever, and you've been served, and that whole thing. By the way, the poor graphics guy fucking spelled, if you look at the bottom when they gave Rusev the fucking papers and... They spelled earlier tonight wrong. I just felt so bad. Everybody on Twitter was giving them shit. So lay off these people doing the graphics. They got a lot of work in front of them, man. Just let them do their job. Yeah. It is what it is. People can do what they want. Uh, when uh, I fuck up, I expect to hear about it. It's part of the game. Part of the game, man. So you're not excited for Lashley and uh, Rusev at a no, fucking I'm, TLC? No, like I said, I want them to kill each other. But like this storyline, it's just like they're gonna fuck. have they're gonna have divorce papers or the restraining order up there on no, the fucking well, ladder, and they're gonna no, climb it. That's what it's, it's gonna be. It's Lana on a pole match. It's, that's how you do it. Some might say she's on the pole anyway. Stick a fucking muzzle in her mouth because her fucking screaming is worse than Carmella's. Oh my god, I muted oh the fuck god. out of that one. Unbearable. You know what it is? Is somebody told her she does a good job and now she's amplifying it too much. That's exactly what ended up happening because I'm watching her going, you need to stop. You're, and I'm not saying like, oh my god, she's a heel and I'm annoyed by it. I'm saying I'm literally hitting mute or fast forward when she's on my screen. Because she's not something that I'm enthralled by at all. Which is ridiculous. Ridiculous when you consider the participants in this thing. You should be excited by it. Shut up! Yeah, we don't even have that yeah, button I know, anymore. But I, no, I agree. Lana, I mean, just bring the accent back. Uh, I don't know. Just, God, that's bad. Charlotte Flair versus Oscar we had talked about. Didn't want to have Well, I will miss. say, the king killed Ric Flair on commentary. Did you hear that? Oh, I heard about that. He, he said, looking uh, down on her. Rick was looking down on her last night. I was, And <laughs> Rick goes, he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. Yeah, it was a very much an awkward thing. There's a lot of things here that it's just super whatever. I think we should hit the Jobber Knocker uh, favorite button. We're going to hit this very quickly. What's up, Jobbers? Jobber alert. Where do I start? What's the guy's name? The actual Jobber that was on. Kyle Roberts, I believe. 
Let me see if I got this. I mean, it's all in over it. Kyle is it, Roberts. Is it Justin Dick, Roberts' little brother? Yeah, probably. That's probably another dig at AEW. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, whatever. It is what it is. And, of course, this is the part that makes me giggle. The first, like, six part. No, that's not true. I was going to say six matches. Titus O'Neil, Jobber Alert versus Lashley. Don't Whoa. call it a comeback. N- He's been here for years. Stop it. Stop it. Just fucking stop it. Then we get to fucking AOP versus Jobber Alert. Fucking Hawkins and Ryder. Ugh. Then Tozawa losing Jobber Alert to hey, CN. He Jobber. lasted like three minutes. Jobber Alert. Three minutes? You tell me what a Jobber match is. It's three minutes or less or your wrestling is free. That's exactly how I felt when I was watching this thing. Boom, boom, boom. Not a big deal. It is what it is. Buddy looked good. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. There were, there were, I didn't even there was look a Jobber Alert in that match, too. You're just not going to say it because it's your boy. Hey, listen. I'll he got deleted in less than three minutes. No, that's not true. Yeah, is it's there anything not true. On, there I anything, had it tagged at 301. Was there anything on SmackDown that was jobber alert? Don't probably fucking care. care. There's a lot that was just fucking everywhere, man. Yeah, everywhere. That's fine. You need enhancement matches. It shows off what people can do. I Look, I don't hate it. We're jobber knocker. We love jobbers. I just wanted to celebrate them all. That's all. There was a lot this week, and yeah. it was exciting. That's all I'm saying. It was what it was. The Iconics were slinging merch. With our truth. And listen, that was... 45 seconds into it, I was I was okay, and then it kept going, and I went, okay, never mind, fast forward. You know forward. what's never on TV anymore? The 24-7 The game. jobber title, yeah. Yeah, exactly, because the, nobody cares about it, so yeah. there Which, it is. Which, honestly, if they want to use it as an internet title, fine. How dare you? Who's Zach it? Ryder tried to get still, that. Is uh, still one of the Bollywood boys as the champion? I'm sure it's on 205 Live, which nobody's watching or reading well, about 205 anymore. 205 Live didn't happen last week. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. Shows how much I know, because who knows? Clearly. Ah. Ah. All right, I'm done. Glorious. Since you've been teasing it. Go ahead. Wow, way to fucking cut her off there. Fine. Glorious. You're my only hope. There you go, you Star Wars nerd. Go. I fucking love Star Wars. And Mandalorian is the greatest series of all time. I'm glad I caught up because now I can talk about it. It is a great fucking show. I'm sure it is, but the I, way that I you're like, this I've avoided spoilers. I did. I muted it all on fucking Twitter, bro. I love, I love how. And that wasn't you me. That was it. some dude named Josh. Okay, well, who the fuck is Josh? Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I love it. Of course I'm serious about it. Now, did you not hear what I said? Boba Fett was like my favorite thing growing up. It was Boba Fett and Emmett Smith. I wanted to be one of them when I grew up. I didn't know which one. You want to be a bounty hunter or an NFL player? <laughs> yeah, it really comes down to what you want to be. I didn't really want to be an NFL player. I just loved Emmett Smith. Okay, great. Stud. Um, Give me your goddamn hope. I'm trying to, but you keep bringing up other shit. Mandalorian. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I'm more of a Star Trek guy because I'm super nerdy. I've enough. never, <laughs> ever in my life watched an episode of Star Trek. Yeah, ever in my life. That shit's fucking shit. Dude, you don't know our audience. Maybe they like it. That's fine if they can like it. You I said just think it's shit. Well, that's you're your opinion. You're sitting here shitting on Star Wars. I'm not. I'm shitting yeah. on you. There's you. a difference. Get him off my TV. <laughs> get him off my TV. As in, get off my microphone. I'm trying to give a hope here. And it's about the United States Championship for the second week in a row. Um, we audibled because Shimmy Shimmy Yeah is getting some time off. But you know what? Because he's Sucks. Rey Mysterio as champion? Yes. A lot of interesting matchups. I'd love to see him take on Shimmy Shimmy, yeah. I'd love to see him take on Ricochet. I'd love to see him take on Drew McIntyre. I'd love to see him fight AJ again. I'd love to see him fight Randy Orton again. I'd love to see him fight Cedric Alexander, Buddy Murphy, Aleister Black. It could be really fun. He could hold this for a while. But there's only one place where it ends. Ali Delo! Rey and Andrade, man. Bring it back. This is what we've been asking for. WrestleMania. Rey Mysterio defends against Andrade Cien Almas with Zelina Vega. Andrade wins. New U.S. champ. Hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. That'd be a lot of good wrestling between now and then on Raw. That was very concise. Yeah, because I'm fucking concise. I don't fucking... You ready, folks? He's going to go from hating me to loving me in two seconds. Uh, I believe when I see it. Ooh! (laughs) Should have taken a video. 
was that? Shimmy, shimmy, yeah. Dude, your hips do not work at all. You're stiff. Uh, I'm sitting down. You went like your upper body moved, but your lower body yeah. did not. Ooh, baby, when you talk like that, I keep my hips still. So on chair. Friday, this coming Friday on SmackDown, it has been teased that there is a particular new face of the Firefly Fun House. It's interesting. It's there. It's something very much that is going to be interesting to me. Now, we can go a couple different routes. I'm curious what you think, JC. If you look at Liv Morgan's Twitter, you see the upside down Miz logo on a thing. She says soon, which would be interesting considering Friday the Miz could have a Miz TV or a match that could introduce the fact that She's Firefly. Raw. But doesn't matter. Okay. You never know. You never know. Maybe they did that as a red herring because she's on the red brand. You never know. There you go. I love Clue. Only Billy's <laughs> going to get that reference because Billy's awesome. So, look. That is interesting. Could it be Liv Morgan? Only time will tell. However, I believe that people really need to go down deep into this thing. And I think when you think about it, when it's the Firefly Fun House, I'm going to accentuate it all the time now because of the back crackers. Firefly Fun House. You know, that's exactly what it is. I think, no, dare, I know, and this is where Ray Ray is going to make fun of me because I called out Rhonda and she didn't happen and he put a tweet out. I going, said, Nestle doesn't know. Yeah. Nestle doesn't know. Wrote, Nestle doesn't know. <laughs> Ray Ray was great. He wrote, put out a tweet saying, well, this aged well. And I was like, God damn it. If we ever, ever get to host a podcast together, it's going to be a lot of fun. However, getting back to my original point, Liv Tyler, yeah, Liv Tyler, excuse me, Liv Morgan, same thing. Uh... I don't want to hold my eyes. Sorry, Armageddon's a terrible movie. Going back to it, Liv Morgan could be there. However, think about it. They said a new face on the Firefly Funhouse, right? So to me, I think it's going to be a puppet. I think it's going to be an additional puppet, whether it's a Vince puppet, a Shane puppet, a KO puppet, whatever they decide to do at some point. There's going to be another puppet. I believe it would be a puppet. Do you believe this, JC? Gumshoe. You think it's an actual person? Because no, think about it. I think it's Firefly just he's going to reveal his next target. He says a new face. Yeah, you can put a new face on the wall. Very much so. That's, That's my true. takeaway, but I don't know. I'm intrigued. I like the idea of a puppet. Now, here's where you're going to laugh and hate me and, and talk me out of the, the room, but that's fine. I say, based on the fact that there needs to be another puppet, I think out of everybody, I was thinking to myself, okay, Husky's already there. Mercy's already there. Sister Abigail, Puppet Vince, the whole thing, like everything's already there. So you can't really have more layers to Bray Wyatt. So I thought to myself, what would be the most ridiculous thing possible? And I went, well, I had to put myself in the shoes of what maybe the writers would do, not necessarily what I would do, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of this isn't what I think is going to happen. A lot of it is what may actually occur. And I truly believe, going through all of my research, that I think they are going to introduce a goat puppet because of Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I don't know why, but I think that there is going to be some type of random, you can call him Yessie, they'll do something weird like that. I doubt that it is going to make any sense. He eats a tin can, he'll eat vegetables, he won't eat meat. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to make fun of Daniel Bryan with this, this puppet. I really do. I don't know why, but there is something about it that makes me think there is a goat puppet. I don't know. Tom Brady? Maybe. But it it is it seems with the farm animal thing with like the pig and the goat and then Mercy being a buzzard, like I can see the animal kind of thing, the rabbit, there's bunches and a bunches. A buzzard on a farm. <laughs> Whatever. You had me till then. <laughs> but I mean there's a lot of animals there, like a rabbit, a pig. Like I can see a goat, like I can see it being a farm at some point. Like he I can see him like showing up on the Firefly Funhouse and going like Howdy, partner! You like have like straw hat with the fucking the whole thing and be like, I'm Farmer Bray. He like, could use that against Braun. Braun's he, a country boy. He could do that too. There's a lot of things where they turned him into a magician to turn into the you know the different championship. Why not make him a farmer? 
I really hope that this is not going to happen, but there, to me, when I was looking at it going, this seems like a logical step. If it's Liv Morgan, fantastic, everybody's going to blow their load. However, I think the goat puppet is something that seems very WWE-ish, and that's what I think we're going with it. A goat puppet. A goat yeah. puppet. It's going to, if it happens, Yowie, I, I doubt it. I fucking highly doubt it, but there is a portion of it that makes me feel like WWE would be like, you know what's great? You know what we need? A goat puppet. I mean, they do like money, and if they have another puppet, they can sell it. Exactly. So. Exactly. They love merch. Bray, Pin Bray Wyatt makes merch. That's what he does. He's a merch freak. He hurts and then he heals. Which only one person can get that. Anyway, that's my hope. Let's hit that comeback button, baby. Don't call it a comeback. You down with AOP? Yeah, you know me, baby. They're back. They're back in a ring. They won a match. They were in the main event. There is so much intrigue um, as they write their next chapter in the Book of Pain. Oh, Jesus. And I am very excited for what's coming next. And there's nobody better for me to give my comeback to. I had a list, a long list of people. My girl Tony Storm showed up this weekend out of the blue on SmackDown. It was on, on Survivor Series. But Raw was all about AOP. And you know me. So they're my comeback. <laughs> As he uh, is choking, I'm going to fill. Fill, fill, fill. Fill, fill, fill. Thank you, Phil Jackson. So for me, my comeback this week goes to one man, V1. Delete, delete, delete. I popped hard. I thought it was great. When you watched that, and you did you turn up the volume on that? The crowd went nuts for him. I always have him. the volume up, bro. Pop don't lie. Pop does not lie for yeah. Matt Hardy. Clearly, the, the one part that I will say is Matt Hardy needs to stop wrestling. Command looks like he's going to fall apart any second now. I think that's why he's on like once every six but months. But good Lord, was I excited to see him. He's I've always been a Matt Hardy guy. My comeback goes to him because that crowd connection will never die. He is delete. He is V1. He can do whatever the hell he wants. He w just ran around and did whatever he could. But again, he made Buddy look phenomenal. And that's that. And I, we haven't even talked about Buddy and Alistair Black. Because that fucking promo. Alistair, like, stop. Yeah. They suck. But yeah, I'm excited for that match. <laughs> I am excited too. But I just I just don't want the background of it all. That's oh, really what it comes down to. And the fucking knock, knock, knocking on fucking Alistair's door bullshit. It's just too much. But again, V1 Delete gets my comeback because I'm fucking excited that he was on television. And you should be too. I am. Finish. Oh, wow. War games is always good stuff, and um, NXT is going to have a new episode this week. Did you know that? And um, we cover it on the Jobberknocker with our boy TJ. So the NXT, we also cover AEW, NXT UK, and NWA Power Jobberknocker.com. So hit that up. Also, we are on a lot of podcasting platforms. Oh, I can't um, name them all. iTunes and Anchor are the most important, but we're also on Google Play, yes. Spotify, Stitcher. Yes. Archived on YouTube yep. and a bunch of other shit. Um, but yeah, so please rate us five stars, five flames. It's the holiday season. Give us the gift of a review. Give the we gift appreciate of it. Yeah, likes, comments, whatever. Um, Twitter at Jobberknocker, at JC of the JK, at DQ of the JK, at Ray Ray of the JK, at BillyD2411, at Joe Pollock47, at TJ of the JK, at The Real Deal B Cox, at Only Aaron Turner, Facebook Jobberknocker, Instagram Jobberknocker. We are everywhere you want to be. There's some dude who's private that you can try to follow him, but he's fucking private. Not private party. It's just a private. It's a private party. Yeah. It's got a private party. Sorry, I love that song. Yeah, that. And uh, it's also the holiday season. There's a sale on pro wrestling tees. Buy the shirts. Jabberknocker, Super Hot Fire, <laughs> and Monday Night Rerun. Ooh, Nestle at Nestlemania is wearing the Super Hot Fire uh, shirt. You said my name. 
name. Yeah. Say my name. Say my name. I knew you would. We go to war games where me AM got knocked out and they added Dakota Kai. And Dakota Kai turned on Tegan Knox and broke up Team Kick. I was sad, but I loved it. Oh, God, it was beautiful. Match had some ridiculous spots, and it was probably my favorite match on War Games. I'm going to use this quote from one of my friends who could have predicted that one with a butter knife. I don't know how that makes any sense, but I will say Dakota Kai, sometimes wrestling's predictable and sometimes it needs to be. I was very excited to see it. But like it's when it's that good, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of good stuff about it. I was very excited to see her do that. I thought that she could do basically no wrong, and now she's she's back where she needs to be, uh, being by herself, not with everybody else. And Tegan Knox, you know, was out and... Took a beating in that cage, so that was nice. We got a storyline, though. They created, not only do we have uh, Ripley Baser, because Ripley, of course, got the pin. Mm -hmm. You also have Tegan Dakota in the undercard, and then who knows what else. Like, for a division that we were probably talking about six months ago, the NXT having no women's division, they now have one of the best women's divisions in wrestling, and it's not close. Definitely the best one on Wednesday nights. Moving on, uh, we get to the Dane... Versus Priest versus Dunn. I this was an interesting it's a good match. It was a good match. Dane sat. On, I don't know if you saw that. The Mishinoku driver. He literally landed on Priest's face. Yeah. I was like, oof, that's not good. Ring awareness, bud. Ring awareness. Sit on my face. Yeah, that's well, exactly what Priest wanted. Well, that's disgusting. Anyway, the flying <sighs> over, the flying over the turnbuckle was cool, and it just it, there was a lot of good things there. I thought Priest looked the best out of the three he does, of them. He's good. He's good. And again, we've had this conversation on our thread, but it's it's really the same hitting home as. These guys don't get enough time, and you don't expect a lot of things, and then you get something like this, and you get to see, oh, yeah, Damian Priest in ROH, yeah, Punishment Martinez wasn't really that great. However, in NXT, he's amplified. He gets this whole thing. He's very much himself, and it worked. It worked the whole thing, and I was excited to see that, you know, the logical choice won. I really should have picked him, but I did not, so it is what it is. Yeah. Moving on to Riddle versus Finn Balar. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting stuff here. They did the Goldberg thing, as we talked about. Yeah. Uh, they did a lot of different things here and there. I'm curious how you felt about this matchup. By itself, I think it would have been a fine match. It's just on this card, like, this was the one. Because it was the only, like, you have a triple threat match, which is always more balls to the walls. You have two fucking War Games matches. How is this going to live up? But, you know, it, it was fine. It put two guys in the ring who are both very good. Um, the right man won, and we see where they go from here. That's what this is all about for me. It's just Balor needed a win against a big name. Riddle, literally, like, it doesn't matter if he wins or loses right now. The dude is just over. He's great in the ring. He makes people look great. So where do we go from here with both those men? Okay. Moving on, we go to the men's war games where it was uh, a surprise or not really a surprise. A it, KO. Was a great, it was great, though. It's who it needed to be. Like that, you want to talk about pop, don't lie. Whoo. Wow. That was a fucking pop, man. That was like a whoo. Tingle up your spine, pop. It felt good. And you just came from a backcracker. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Not the doctor that is a fan of our podcast, yeah. by the way. You should I go don't to think, him. I don't think my chiropractor um, listens to watches, our podcast. Listens to our podcast or watches wrestling. Well, he doesn't have to watch wrestling. He could just listen to our podcast. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do that. We're entertaining. We make wrestling fun. It's true. Anyway, so I'm curious how you felt about the actual match because the table spots at the end were kind of like super set up backyardy for me. For it was just yeah. like too much time set up. Like I would have preferred, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm stealing this from someone else's thoughts. Where it was, I think it was Danny said it, or maybe TJ, but. Just the ability, the ability to set up a spot without having to feel like everybody's setting it up at the same time, because then you could feel how it felt, yeah, like it was you, you, you know. And so it's just it's hard for me when I'm looking at it, going like, okay, this is great, and it was great. The whole thing felt great, but it was there were portions of it like, okay, we're waiting for the big kaboom. There it was. We're uh, you know. So the match 
was fine. I, like I said, I think the women's match was much better. Mm-hmm. The women's match was amazing. This was fine, but this match had like the fucking oh shit moment with not only the Kevin Owens thing, but Champa hitting the the air raid siren off the fucking top of the cage. That was like that's one of those things you watch and you're like, are they dead? <laughs> and it's just it's also like these two motherfuckers are doing this and they have to perform again tomorrow night. Like mm-hmm. that is the takeaway for me. It's like. Fucking, I know I've been joking about Brock Lesnar being the workhorse of WWE, but fucking Adam Cole especially, but even Champa, he's been doing everything too, wrestling everywhere. Like, these two motherfuckers, their feud's going to be fucking amazing. And they, this was all their weekend. Them along with Ripley, like, it, it was their weekend. So let me let me say this, and let's transfer into this, I guess, to the big finish right here, is... So this weekend was NXT. They went out of their way to say how great NXT was. And we got to Survivor Series, and it was NXT... Mopping the floor yes. with Raw and SmackDown because they are the A brand. They are the A show. That's what they were trying to do. They just wanted to prove that NXT is the main roster now. The, WWE has three main roster shows. Sure. but That's what this is all about. So as a fan, for you, is NXT the A show? Because um, I know TJ's screaming right now going, week, yes! Week to week is probably of the WWE is the one I most look forward to because I know like... Stop even, skirting around no, it. No, yes no, or no, no? No, even the stuff that isn't as good is still good. But I will say, besides last Friday, SmackDown has been very good too lately. Raw's been like the wet fart, but I thought Raw had some good stuff too. But in terms of every week, the A show is still probably Raw just because it's Raw. But the one that I'm probably most interested in is Wednesday nights. So what is it? Yes or no? From I think overall Raw still the A show, but NXT is the one I'm most interested. So in. SmackDown is the C show. Right, no, rate them no, right now. No, no, it is. Rate them it right isn't. now. Because I honestly I might I enjoy SmackDown more than I enjoy Raw. It's just Raw's Raw. That hasn't changed yet. It just hasn't. It's, there's too much history. Okay, but the, it's murky, man. I think they got three decent shows right now. I think that a lot of people believe that SmackDown is the A. Sorry, that NXT is the A show. Yeah, if nerds on the internet because the internet are the deepest wrestling fans, but the ratings are going to reflect that it's still like it's not comparable still. Okay. We'll see this week if they get a big uptick. They obviously had it last week, but they had Becky and sure. company on the show. We'll see how it does. They're also competing with AEW on Wednesday nights. But I'm interested to see how much that helped because that's what this was all about. Sure. It was like, we have a show on Wednesdays. Give us ratings. Our show's awesome. We know it's awesome, but we need people to see it. So let me ask this. Not necessarily, you know I'm going to be tongue-in-cheek because of the internet, but I just wanted to say this much. If everybody says that NXT on the internet is the A show, and AEW keeps beating the A show, not that they did last week, but I'm just saying previously they beat them, I think, six to ten weeks in a row, whatever it was. Does that make AEW, you know what I mean? Like, But it's not the A show. That's no, the thing. I'm that, but I'm just saying for the internet. I'm just saying the internet is going to be like, NXT is the A show. It's it's not. But I just it's interesting to me when people say that. NXT might be the best put together show, but that doesn't mean it's the A show. I AEW is also a very good put together show. It is. And the thing with AEW and NXT is they're attracting the, attracting the same type of fans. Sure. Where Monday and Friday have... They have all those fans for the most part, too. There are some who are only exclusive to Wednesdays, but they have, like, another group. That that That's what WWE was trying to do this weekend is try to get that other group that, like, never really got exposed to NXT who have maybe started to watch it a little now that it's on network. They're trying to bring them in and make it be like, we have three shows a week that you need to watch every week. And I don't disagree. I just yeah. think it's funny when people say that, that NXT is the A show, and I'm yeah, like, well, AEW is beating them most of the time, look guys. At, I love NXT too, but it's just this is what it is. Yeah, we'll, it's we'll just, see how it goes going forward because I think this was an important step for them in making it like AEW, them and AEW on the same thing. But AEW is busting their load this week too. I think we should talk about that. Scorpio Sky, oh boy, number one contender for the AEW World Championship, going one on one with Chris Jericho. 
What a Nestle guy, Scorpio Sky is. Is he going to win the title? No way. But I mean, I want him so badly too. I, you know what? But besides, here's the thing. There's two people in, in, in AEW that I want to win the championship. Actually, three, but two more importantly. One is Sean Spears. No, fuck him. Fuck I don't, you. No, Sean Spears is, is is literally a dry fart, not even a wet wow, fart. That is Sean Spears. Incorrect. Sean Spears could not be colder at this point, in my that opinion. That is not true. Yes, because he's wrestling. Up wins. He's a stud. Doesn't matter. Don't watch AEW Dark. Don't give a shit about Sean Spears. Wow. Sorry. Don't care. Uh, he won on the main show. Don't care. Don't fucking care about him. He wow. was. He's just as good as he was in WWE. That's the same. He's being presented better. Okay, wrestling sure. Wrestling talent. Yeah, he was always a great wrestler. He just didn't barely saw it. Can't connect. Anyway, going back to what I was going to say, <sighs> it's either going to be, and for me, I'm a Scorpio Sky guy or a Lucha fucking source. I want those guys to be AEW champions so badly because I think on the side of a truck, those guys are like, what the fuck is this? Like, Scorpio Sky is the guy you put on a poster because he just looks good and he just looks like a champion. And then the Luchasaurus, you stop and you look at him, you go, what the fuck is that? He's the brawn, but that, with a mask. But it, he can fucking go. Yeah. Like, he can really work. And I love that. That's my fucking match. I want his brawn Luchasaurus. Oh my god. They gotta get Luchasaurus to WWE just so that match can happen. He can go back to AEW after. Like, get rid of his fucking little, like, two little follow. I don't whatever. Jump, like, they're fine, but whatever. You don't like Marco Stun? He's, I, he's fine for what he is, but I, I get the criticism. At the same time, it doesn't bother me, like, idiots but you were gonna say me but i like them so it's no fine. no uh, no other idiots that just like completely are sh- even more side shamers than I, you are yeah okay but like luchasaurus like that was a legit moment last week oh but yeah you haven't answered um you said jericho's gonna win? jericho has to win yeah I, I think that there's gonna be some more schmozzing involved and he's gonna have that championship for a very long time if scorpio sky wins i'll lose my shit because i'm so Will excited you happen to you scu absolutely i oh fucking love it i, I can't wait it. for the entrance oh my god oh uh, christopher daniels I just, there's something about Scorpio Sky that I just, I, and I, I, you know, all kidding aside, that when I put out, like, Scorpio Sky needs to be AW champion and he retweeted it, I was like, yeah. this is cool. Like, I like he that will, guy. He, I think I'm he will be someday. It, though. I think he will be someday, but I don't think it's there He's yet. too talented not to be in the upper echelon. What at about some point. the, uh, what the hell they call this thing? Like, the Diamond Dozen oh, shit? Hayman versus MJF? With, for the you, ring. You know who I want to win, but I think Hayman's going to win. No, are you kidding me? Think about this from a logical standpoint. Well, they, they do. He does have the heavy now. Think about the logical standpoint here, because look, if, if, Hangman, Page, if Hangman Page gets that ring, it's the end. But you can't really write anything with it. If the ring that is worth like 60, no, I think 54K or something What's like that. What's the point of it? What does it do? So it's just a, it's just basically a ridiculous, stupid trophy. It's like, look how big my ring is that yeah. I won. It's supposed to be like Battle Bowl. Okay. It's a Battle Bowl ring. You, I'm not even going to say what Battle Bowl is. You can look it up on Wikipedia. because Google I'm not, it. You're, you don't know what it is and it's not of worth your time. Of course not. But it's an amazing concept. Anyway, Diamond Dallas Page won a Battle Bowl. That's why he's presenting the Diamond Ring because he's Diamond Dallas okay, Page. Okay, I get it now. So there's a whole other thing. But essentially, it's another, it's a moniker that you can have, like a Money in the Bank or King of the Ring kind of thing, without actually doing. So MJF anything. is the MJF, AW knockoff of Baron Corbin. A, a, and MJF <laughs> has to win this because again, it's a lot of money. He has a lot of money. He can he can do the diamond upside down as a pussy thing that he did to, to uh, you know DDP. Uh, anything it'll it, to me, there's more meat on the bone with that victory than a Hangman Page. I don't know why he gets I, pyro victory. I agree, but at the same time. Um, there's the Cody angle. Cody could cost MJF, and I know Hangman's broke away from the elite, but they might be looking for a way to give Hangman a ring. We see it all the time. They try to give these random because I don't even know. Are they trying to like turn him a little bit? Is that why he, he broke just, away? He, yeah, he just excommunicated uh, himself essentially. Just, so. I don't know. I just have a feeling that he might win because he they seem to give him a lot of things. I agree. I think MJF would be the good choice, but yeah. I, I think this is how they could use this as a way for Cody to get revenge on him and really like dial their feud up to eleven. 
But the hey, I, I mean, I could argue this all day, but I just I don't see it. I really don't see it. So it, 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 for me, it's an MJF win, and I think that's it's something that will continue to elevate MJF. And that's that's what I'm looking for, honestly, because it seems like there's more meat there. That's all. There's more meat on. There's more meat on that ham. So that's that. Anything else on AEW? You all set? I think that's what they have booked. You all set, my pet. Um, all right. I can't wait for the dentist's match. So I can go take a piss break. That's why. Wow, that's disrespectful. She's not good, Bob. She's not great, Bob. Not good, Bob. Not great. It's like the you guys say you want to take the rolls and you say it wrong every single time. It's the same thing. Yeah, but except for people actually understand this reference and don't understand yours. I hate you. Anyway, thank you I for listening. I hate you so much. Thank you for listening to the Jobber Knocker. We will be back next week with more Jobber Knockery. Man.